Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, opening the Kinder Egg of the internet. Taking out the parts of the little toy um, that is humour. Building the little humour toy, playing with it for a bit, throwing it in the bin, eating the egg. Kinder surprise. Kinder surprise. That's Ed Gamble there. My name is James Acaster. We own a dream restaurant. We invite a guest in every single week and ask them their favourite ever start a main course dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week our guest is... Angela Angela Barnes. Barnes. Angela Barnes. Brilliant comedian. Fantastic comedian. A dear friend. Um, We've known Angela for many, many years. Very excited to finally be able to get on the podcast. Can't wait to hear what her dream dream meal is. Her yes, dream menu. excited to hear it. And it's just nice to catch up with Angela as well, isn't it? It is very good. Um, last time I saw her was uh, the final series of Mock the Week. Mm. And Nish and I had, had gone back for a little jolly and yeah, uh, had and forgotten it... that it's actually very hard. And, yeah, it's a uh, hard show. And uh, yeah, p- people like Angela, really on the ball, yeah. who have been doing it like way more recently than us. Really, really just on every single topic, and I, I felt like I was, I was like, I'm falling behind. Here, well, man. yeah, it's I'm no, rusty. I, I watched that episode. You two shouldn't have been there. Yes, it's fair to say it was a disgrace. Yep, absolute disgrace. But you know who's not a disgrace is Angela Barnes, unless Angela picks the secret ingredient. Yes, an ingredient which we deem to be unacceptable, and then with a heavy heart, we'll have to kick Angela Barnes out of the dream restaurant. And this week, the secret ingredient is scallop roe. Scallop roe, the orange bit. The orange bit in the... Now, we're getting specific, I guess. I guess this is if, if if Angela says scallops, we'll have to say casually... Do you want the row on? Do you want the row on? Row off. Row and, on, row off. Yeah. And if she says row on, we'll go, get out, please. Get out, please. And then that will be that. Will be that. We'll feel I don't bad mind, about that. I don't mind it, really, if I mm. ever lay my hands on some scallops with the row on yeah. to cook. Uh-huh. I'll just leave the row on. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think if it's down to me, I'm, I'm taking them off. Hmm. Uh, they, I don't like the texture. Fair uh, I don't think they add anything flavour-wise, mm-hmm. although, you know, I have been to places, very fancy places, I'll hold my hands up, where they say they remove those and then make 
a separate thing out of it, like a sauce. Or, or a mousse or something. A mousse, a powder even. Yeah. But I, I can't say I've ever loved those elements, even when they're done in those ways. Yeah. And you, you, know, ain't, I just think, you ain't making powder at home, are you? Listen, I'm not making powder. Not that kind of powder. No. What? I, I make powder at home. What do you mean? I can't say anything else because the cops might be listening. Angela Barnes is on tour. She is touring her show, Hot Mess. It's going to be a fantastic show. And oh. the show is always uh, gag heavy. Yes. And uh, fantastically performed. And so we come into a town or city near you soon. Make sure you go on her website and look at that. So this is the off-menu menu of Angela, Angela Barnes. Barnes. Welcome, Angela, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Already? Angela Barnes, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. You don't muck about, do you? Never. Never muck about. I've <laughs> no. never been known to muck about in this podcast. The genie doesn't hang around. No. I, I mean, this point. I didn't even have to rub anything. No, exactly. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. I mean, some people have brought that up. Yeah. Right. And said, why am I doing that when no one's rubbing? Like, Also, you're out of the lamp so much as the genie. Why do you even go back in there? Well, people can't, don't see that. Yeah, you've got to bear in mind that between episodes, I'm in, I'm in a lamp for a week. Mm. Yeah, so you can't be waiting for someone to rub. No. You're no. just going to... Yeah, fair enough. Also, it'd be an undignified format. But I think as a guest, if we told you you've now got to pretend to rub a lamp and do that, I think would, our guests would be like, what? It'd be the first time in the entertainment industry someone's been asked to rub something <laughs> to, <laughs> to get on with further their career. But <laughs> also, I think it'd be fine. I think you'd happily sort of like go through with that format point of like pretend to rub the lamp. Yeah. But when we have people in here that we don't know, yeah, come on. No, there's a lot of people who would not have done that. No. That's when it really shines a light on, on your idea, isn't it? When it's, yeah. it's fine when it's someone you know well and you're just yeah. going, look, we're mucking about, it's just silly, it's fine. Yeah. But then when you're a big Hollywood... When Richard E. Grant's sitting in here, suddenly it's... <laughs> oh, Richard E. Grant would have rubbed the hell out of that lamp. He would have rubbed the lamp. But uh, I think when we went to, went to America for a couple of weeks to record episodes there... I think every single guest we had there we said rub, rub the lamp. Even the actors would have gone, I'm not pretending to do that. <laughs> so undignified. Yeah, that would have been bad. But, but, you, but you would have rubbed it if we'd I asked I would rub you. anything. I would have rubbed it. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've already made it smutty. I don't even yeah. mean to. Don't I'm worry, sorry. You've I've already, been two minutes. You've already given your first uh, no context off menu quote that'll be tweeted. <laughs> yeah. I'd rub anything, Angela Barnes. Yeah, that'll be tweeted straight at you immediately. Yeah. Would you describe yourself as a foodie, Angela? Not in a master chef sort of way yeah in a i am constantly thinking about what the next thing i'm going to eat is i think that's i think that's what a foodie is yeah like it's not it doesn't have to be like thinking about what you're going to eat in terms of the highest possible quality of ingredients or anything like that but if you're like food focused i'm very food focused i wake up thinking about what i'm going to eat and Mm. while i'm still eating it i'm thinking about what the next thing i'm going to eat is perfect but not in a sort of a what would be the dream thing I could have. It's how am I going to, when am I going to consume it? How am I going to fit it into my day? Yeah. It is all consuming. That, and I panic if I think, what if I get hungry? I can't remember the last time I felt hungry. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, because I panic about feeling hungry. And you're well organised. And I'm well organised. Yes. Yeah. Only when it comes to food. Yeah. But I am, yeah. Being hungry is the worst though, isn't it? Oh God, I can't. And we start to feel faint and lightheaded yeah. and I can't be, No. No. And, and also, I think well, I'm not going to be sharp if I'm thinking about, you know, mm. I want my brain to feel yeah. nourished. And um, yeah. yeah, I guess so. I think maybe for me, if I've just eaten, I, that's when I'm at my, my brain's the least sharp. 
Yeah. For a bit, oh, but the then, Dallas. you know, you've got to time it. You don't want to... I've made that mistake once. I remember being up the creek in Greenwich on a Friday night, which yeah. is a sort of comedy club that can be a bit tasty. Especially on a Friday. On a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I did this, but I had fish and chips before I went oh, on. No. I just walked on stage and immediately I was like, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't think of what... I can't respond to anything. Yeah. I'm sluggish. I can't... So I learned my lesson You've there. got to be sharp for that gig. got to be sharp. You can't have fish and chips before that gig. I've never done it because I know... I'm not sharp enough. That's a gig where I've walked on stage. The only gig where this happened, where I walked on, it's about 10 years ago now, I've walked on stage and someone's gone, get back in the kitchen. Wow. wow. And it was a, oh, They'd seen, they'd seen wow. you in the kitchen eating the fish and chips. They yeah, had, to, to yeah. Be fair. <laughs> you <laughs> left the mess. Can you go and clear it up, please? <laughs> Do you think you are? So got some fish batter on your face. <laughs> I might have said this on the podcast before. The, f- the first time I emceed up the creek on a Friday, a man sat at the side of the room. First thing he said to me went, Turn the fucking radiator down, mate. My nuts are melting off. <laughs> You've not said that on the podcast love, before. I've when you're the MC that. of a gig, yeah. they do think that you're also you can do everything. You're, you're in charge of the entire yeah. room. I've had people when I'm MCing complain before. about the coat situation. You know, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get my coat in the cloak. Nothing to do with me, mate. I'm not. Oh, but back in the days when I was on the old socials, every single gig before the the whole day leading up to the gig, people tweeting me. Uh, can I park nearby? Oh, yeah. God. Like, what, what the, I'm not sorting out your car parking for you. That's the thing. When I remember doing my first tour, and, and it's still happening, because I've got a tour on sale now, just yeah. getting. But um, when you announce your tour, and suddenly it's, why aren't you coming here? Why aren't you coming here? What, are there tickets left for that one? It's, I'm yeah. not the box office. Yeah, and yeah. I can only go where they want me. It's so, <laughs> it's so disconcerting announcing a tour, and then all of the... Resp- you're like, oh, I've got a few responses about this. And it's all, why aren't you coming here? It's like... But no one's tweeting me going, I'm glad you're coming to my place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Do you know how long a tour would have to be to go to every town in Britain? Yeah. Ask Mark Steele. He's been doing that radio show yeah. program for <laughs> 12 years and he hasn't done every town yet. <laughs> the worst is I'm doing some dates in Australia and I was like so excited to do it. And I was like, I'm coming to Australia, guys. First response, why aren't you coming to Singapore? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Why aren't you though? Yeah. Well, I just... Uh, is there's because you're racist? Yeah, it's because yeah. I'm racist yeah. and yeah. there's no gigs that I'm aware of. You're a bad yeah. man. I'm a bad man. <laughs> my, my chair's sinking down. I don't know why my chair is sinking down. I don't think I, I, I tripped anything, but that, that's what's happened to me. Yeah. Don't do anything about... I like the idea of you just slowly through that. That yeah. sort of give the podcast a time frame. Yeah, I'm going stay there. Yeah. Disappear. I've disappeared. I'm back in the lamp. You're, <laughs> a, you're a natural beater, so your chair's yeah, decided yeah, to... Yeah, it knows. Yeah. It's not me that high up. Is that the, have you got your feet in the lamp? Is it sucking you back in? Yeah, that's what it is. I'm just going, winding back into it. Finally. I did a tweet once uh, where I just said, um, yeah, I'd, I'd announced the dates. That All that stuff had happened. I decided a tweet to say, uh, just so you know, if I'm not coming to your town, the only reason is because um, I specifically don't like you and you're, <laughs> and, and you're an awful audience member. Thinking that would be funny. Everyone took it personally. Yeah. Oh, God, you just, oh, thank you very much. There's nothing you can say on Twitter <laughs> that someone won't take personally. No. Is there? There's nothing that you can say that won't be... Oh, it's fun, isn't it? It's Good fun, laugh. though. But let's talk about your tour, though. Yeah, uh, thank uh, you. Uh, the show is called... Hot Mess. Brilliant title. Great, great thank title. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a show I did in Edinburgh last year, and it was originally about one thing, but it's now about something else. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah. And, what was it originally about? Well, it was originally about... I've got ADHD, like every comedian has, but I got <laughs> diagnosed and sort of... So I was doing a show a bit about that, really, and then... Ironically, I got distracted. So ended up the show being a bit more about um, certain things that happened during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it's it's funny, but it's also got a little bit of heart, I think. Yeah. You're very good yeah. at that in your shows. Thank mm. you, Ed. Because a lot, of, a lot of people go, 
oh, this show's going to be about something. It's going to have a, it's going to be so emotional. And then it all goes towards that. But yours peppered with jokes. Like there's always brilliant writing in there. Oh, thanks. But I do think if you come into a comedy show, the bottom line is if you come away and you haven't laughed, there's a bit of a problem, isn't there? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, being funny about things that are sad. Yeah, totally. If that makes sense. But I wouldn't ever do a show that's just, here's a story of something terrible that happened. It's got to have gags in it. That's the deal. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't mean to make oh, that's the deal, James. Sometimes we can trick them. They don't know what the deal is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't sign nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if, when, when they leave, I'm like, I say you had to laugh. Yeah. That's true. This okay. chair is pop alone now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> we always start with still a sparkling water. Sparkling. I can't believe. I, I listen. I'm a fan of the podcast. I, I do. I can't believe how many people don't say sparkling water. A lot of people. More than half, I'd say. It's a big I, division what's wrong? as well Don't between they the stills like and the fun? Spartans. What is what? Why would you? It's fizzy. It, it's joy. It gives you a little dopamine hit. That's what I want yeah. for my food and my anything I consume. I want to get the dopamine, the dopamine hit from hit. it. Right. And I'm not getting that from a glass of water. I'll drink a glass of still water if I'm really thirsty and I just need to gulp it down. Mm-hmm. But obviously, sparkling water. Celebratory. Celebratory. I have a glass of sparkling water by my bed. Well, that's even. crazy, Angela. I think part of it is I've got. Like, I have problems with my ears, so yeah. I wear sort of hearing aids and things. But anything sort of internal in my... I can hear because it, you don't hear it through your ears. You know, you mm-hmm. hear it sort of yeah. through the bones in your skull and stuff. So I can hear fizzy water. <laughs> and that's really exciting. It's like, oh, that's a really loud, lovely... And it feels like it's oh, sort of okay. soothing my ears. So you're worried that water. if you were drinking still water oh, at night, you wouldn't be able to know if you were drinking it or not? It could be anything could I'm be drinking. Poor, uh, yeah. It could be anything because I can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be able to hear my drinks. Um, is that not normal? Like okay. A multi-sensory experience yeah. drinking the sparkling water. We've not had that before. I think fizzy drinks are a bit, it's a bit like, um, what's that stuff? Popping candy, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a bit like that, that sort of, when you can hear it in your brain and you go, oh, this is, mad, this is amazing. Do you have a pot of that next to your bed as well? Always. Yeah, I, I <laughs> clean my with teeth it. with it, actually. <laughs> what is the best food mm-hmm. to hear? Oh, that's a good one. Well, obviously, anything crunchy is quite good mm. to hear. I mean, popping candy, I've already said. That's I can remember so clearly the first time I had it. It was on the front of a copy of the Beano. They gave you a free... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, space and I was dust. In the... What? They do, there's space dust as well. Space dust, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, or you used to get Highland toffee sometimes yeah, on the front yeah, of the yeah, Beano. Yeah. It was um, a little packet of space dust. And I remember going to the park with my friend and I opened it and I put it in my mouth and then I I think I thought I was having a seizure I started crying I was like something's terribly wrong always been a hypochondriac and I just and my friend had to like no 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 it's supposed to do that and I was like no it's in my head I don't like it make it stop and then when I realised that I wasn't dying I was like okay again this is get me another one I want more now I'm going to get the Beano again (laughs) warheads did you have warheads at that age the the super sour lemon warheads these Mm. sweets that were like there's a, a challenge on the packet for like how long you could last without spitting it out. Oh, like jawbreaker sort of. Yeah, they were like yeah. these really, like the most sour thing I've ever had in my life. Oh, and um, yeah, we used to try and like properly like do the challenge of how long you could keep it in your mouth for. And then they released hot ones. Like, it was just like, yeah, super like, I mean, they were horrible. Yeah. Have you seen those, um, you know, the jelly belly bean thing, mm. like the really good flavours, but you can get the ones, I can't remember what they're called. I bought them for my godson once where it's like a Russian roulette one and some of yeah. them taste yeah. of like dirty socks or vomit. Or yeah, whatever, I've seen and you're supposed yeah. To, yeah, they're pretty great. I've never understood that. No, why would you want to... If well, you're I'm, buying yourself sweets, yeah. why would you want to make sure that some of them taste of vomit or... No, but it's quite nice to do that to children. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that 
Yes. You know, buy them for children for Christmas. That's Take the thing they love the most, sweets yeah. and then <laughs> make, yeah, make exactly. it. Make They've it got to learn. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I can understand that. Yeah. And also, they get really excited about it, like especially because of Harry Potter and stuff and like the Bertie Botts beans. So, like, my nephews, if I said to them, like, yeah, some of these taste like, you know, piss and shit, they would, they would be really excited about it. <laughs> they Until they got on one on the that tasted like shit. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I thought you were excited. <laughs> I don't know if I'd notice because I don't know what shit tastes like. Come on, you know what it smells like? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know what it tastes like. I know like. you, Ed, I know you know what it smells like. <laughs> I do know what it smells like. Well, I always see, if you know what it smells like, you know what it tastes like. But then why does, I've never understood this, why does shampoo smell so nice but taste so horrible? Oh, well, yeah. Like, why does it taste like it smells? <laughs> yeah. And why does it smell chemically but it tastes chemically? How do they do yeah. that? So you're saying shit might taste nice? It might taste like shampoo. Yeah. Yeah, it might taste delicious. Yeah. Shit might taste like shampoo smells. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a tongue twister? <laughs> Shit might taste like, like shampoo tongue. smells. Yeah, I really can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the theory. I also don't like anything that doesn't taste like it looks. Like That's why I've got no desire to go Heston Blumenthal and go, oh, oh it looks like this, but it's actually mashed potato. No, yeah. I want. Yeah. I, I can't deal with that. I want yeah. it to taste like it looks like You must it. hate that show, Is It Cake? I actually love Is It Cake. <laughs> I do. I do love Is It Cake. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, didn't have to. I, I thought Ed's gonna have to explain the premise. No, no oh god, no. I, and I was a fan. What's not to love? They bring on a cake. Sometimes it's cake. Sometimes yeah. it isn't cake. It's yeah. so simple. And I still think that there we are. Those of you know comedians sitting there writing jokes and yeah. scripts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that people want. All that they want is it cake. Yeah. That's it. If you want to get a Netflix series at the minute, all you have to do is think of a food competition show. Yeah. It can be anything. And I think that they would buy it off you. I yeah. do watch them. Have you watched, what's the one I watched recently? Pressure Cooker. Did you watch that? I watched a bit of Pressure Cooker. It's sort of which is traitors oh, really? crossed with MasterChef, kind of. Yeah. What's not to love? Have they got to say they were faithful? Well, they, like... they, sort, they sort of form alliances and they bitch about each other. So they have to oh, cook. Wow. And so they're sort of judging on the food, but also judging on who do I want to get rid of strategically because they're a better cook than me. Oh, so God. I want them gone. So being a good cook doesn't mean you win. This is the proper, it's like the actual restaurant industry. Yeah. I'm excited about this. I didn't, I've, I've seen it advertised on there and thought like, oh, it would be like all the others. I didn't know it was like... Oh, no, it's good. Cutthroat reality TV. I'm going to get on that. Pop lobs or bread? Pop lobs or bread, Angela Barnes? Pop lobs or bread? Bread, obviously bread. Why? Mm. I, I Don't get me wrong. I love a poppadom, big yeah. fat oily crisp, what's not to love? Mm. But bread, so much more choice in bread. Yeah. And I am a bread fa fan. Like, I'm sure everyone says it doesn't like me, but I like... Bread. I could just eat. Does it? How much does it? Does it not like you though? It doesn't. It. I've, I am sluggish after bread. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. like you just. But then I do eat too much of it. Yeah. I can't. And I will live on. I'm not a cook. Like I love food, but I hate cooking. I hate it to my bones. <laughs> Luckily, I live with a man who loves cooking. Yeah. But I hate it. So left to my own devices, my husband goes away. I'm eating salad cream sandwiches for a week. Yeah. That's. Well, I'm it's just Bennett. just we'll eat bread because it takes no time and I don't have to think about it. Salad cream sandwiches, Angela. I can't. I can't yeah, that's, that. that's pretty big. I, I'm going to puke over. <laughs> I love salad cream. Do you know what one of my favourite? It almost made it into my list, but I didn't in the end because I couldn't work it in yeah. to go with everything else. One of my favourite comfort foods is a bowl of bird's eye peas mixed with salad cream. Holy. That's now, my. Now I would not class that as a comfort food because no. that would not comfort me at all. <laughs> no, have you tried it? Nightmares. No, but I know all of those ingredients, and I can. I know well all of those ingredients. I know peas and I know salad cream, and I've I've eaten from a bowl before. <laughs> but I don't think I would enjoy that. No. 
That's because you're posh. See, if you don't, you, don't you bring class into this, James? What do you think it sounds like? I think it sounds revolting. Yes. You're not a Sally Cream fan. No. Well, I, I quite like. Can you accuse Sa- James of being posh? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but he is posher than me. I mean, in the probably, you know, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. There's a gradient here, and I'm at right. The bottom. So this salad cream sandwich you're yeah. having when your husband goes away. Yeah. Are you literally just talking about? I when I was a student. Right, I I did not eat well as a student mm-hmm. because I just I never I wasn't one of these people who go oh yeah these are the recipes my mum taught me my mum worked full time when I was growing up we had Finder's crispy pancakes or chicken nuggets Delicious. or like there was no standing at her knee in the kitchen watching her cook it just didn't happen so I went to university with no cooking skills at all and you know you just we just had like a little one of those um, baby belling cookers with two rings on and that was it you know so I just had a loaf of bread and some salad cream in the fridge and some butter. <sighs> And I would just, and white bread, like, yeah. you know, obviously yeah. the cheapest Tesco value white bread. Yeah. And I'd go, oh, I better eat something if I'm going out drinking. And I'd have a couple of slices of that. And I wouldn't even, I'd just <laughs> put the butter on, squeeze the salad cream on, and then just fold it and eat it. That would be. Oh, so not even, not two Not sl- even two slices and slice it nicely. No, you, I'd just would you spread the salad cream? Or just squeeze no, it on? No, I just squeeze it on and sort of rub it around a bit. Yeah, that does the spreading for you, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you've got washing up. Yeah, you're yeah. using a you knife, don't believe you? in washing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Now, as a student, I completely understand that. Yeah. Are you, you're saying you still eat those? Yes, I'm 46. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still... It always has to be... And my husband's really good. If he notices the salad cream's getting low, he will go, oh, I bought you more salad cream. It's getting low. Has wow. to be salad cream in the fridge. And salad cream's kept in the fridge. Ketchup, no. Salad cream, yes. Okay. Um, You're right. Okay. It's just nice or cold. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I will often just sometimes I'm so lazy I just can't like no, putting butter on the bread feels okay. like cooking. <laughs> so oh. I just get the bread and squeeze the salad cream. Well, on. to be honest, actually, the butter in there threw me a little bit because I was like I would just think it would be salad cream and bread, and actually I think I would rather have if I had to eat one of them. I'd go for the just salad cream and bread. I don't think I'd have no, the butter. I'd have the butter oh, for yeah, sure. No, yeah. It's yeah, nicer yeah. with the butter. Okay. Definitely. Well, I'll believe, I'll believe the yeah. experts. More sort of luxurious and rich. Look, yeah. I love I love salad cream. <laughs> right. But just salad cream in a sandwich. Not you're not tempted to put a bit of cheese in. You can buy pre-sliced cheese if that's what you're worried no, about. No, it just no. It just takes away from the salad cream. I love the. Maybe it's that same thing as as fizzy water. It gives you that little hit. That I can't hear salad cream. Yeah. I feel like I know what it sounds like. Yeah. So yeah. What, what do the Peas do with the salad cream. How's that work? Peas, as a, as I a love peas. Peas are the best vegetable in the world. No preparation. They're just in the freezer, uh-huh. mm. and they're the only th- they're the only frozen vegetable that doesn't make them horrible. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't. I don't. Like, I've had fresh sure. peas, and I don't think they're better than frozen peas. Oh really? Whereas most vegetables, the frozen version is obviously horrible compared to the fresh uh-huh. version. But peas, I don't. This is really easy. Just hot water. Okay, so you are heating them up. I am heating them up for a second there because you were like, <laughs> you straight out of the freezer. <laughs> Here we go. Straight into the salad cream. That's why, I mean, I need a bit more time if I'm going to have peas and salad cream. Yeah, it's of course. Bread yeah, and salad yeah. cream when I'm in a rush, yeah. I've got stuff to do. And then peas and salad cream if I'm feeling like, I've got a bit of time. I can... Uh... <laughs> so the problem is as well, I don't. I think about food a lot, but I don't uh-huh. think about, because I hate cooking, Yeah. I don't think about preparing food myself until I'm already hungry. Yeah. Or until I'm, it's time to eat. And so it's all about speed, which is why I eat out too much or I get takeaways too much because I'm not good at, you know, I'm definitely not someone who goes, right, on a Sunday, I'm going to sit down and plan my meals for the week. It just doesn't happen. Sure. Yeah, that's tricky. Yeah. Well, yeah, and um, if you did do that, I, I, you'd just write peas, peas and salad cream. Yeah, yeah, it would all be salad cream. Monday. <laughs> my HelloFresh delivery is just a box of bread. <laughs> it'd be like in The Shining where they find out what he's been writing. Yeah. The same thing over and over again. So your bread, is your bread course 
the salad cream sandwich. I, I don't think it is actually because no. there's something I I want for my dream. Can I just say like for the in the dream restaurant? I'm assuming that you know heart problems aren't a consideration. No, like, we're not yeah. worried about cholesterol or. It's brilliant. It depends. Yeah. If it's your dream to have heart problems, yeah, then by by all means, welcome them in. We, <laughs> yeah, we we won't block anything you want, but like, yeah, if you want anything. You know, there's there's no uh, medical stuff that even exists right. when you're in the restaurant. So None no of this arteries are getting you. clogged by this menu. It won't no. affect you at all. Brilliant. In that case, for my bread course, I want something that are called Towtons. And that's T-O-U-T-O-N-S. Mm-hmm. And they're a Newfoundland thing. So my mum's family are from Newfoundland in Canada. Mm-hmm. And they make these for breakfast. And it's it's supposed to be, it's like leftover bread dough when you make bread. Uh-huh. It's a leftover. Obviously, I don't make bread and have leftover bread dough. So I have to have someone else make Towtons for me who can cook. But they deep fry them and then you eat them with butter and, and black molasses. Oh my God. Oh, wow. It, traditionally, they were fried in pork fat. Right. So you'd fry them in pork fat and you'd have them with what they call scrunchions, which is like little rendered bits of pork fat. Mm-hmm. So like crackling, but in little tiny. Great. pieces that's yeah. yummy yeah. but then you have it with black molasses and butter as well and it's just like this sweet fried bread and it's so delicious and I've never seen it anywhere but in Newfoundland and I want it from um, a place called Mad Rock Cafe yes which is there's this hiking trail in a little place called Bay Roberts in Newfoundland and it's got this cafe on the hiking trail and the people that work there are amazing I don't think they've ever left that cafe. I, don't, <laughs> I can't imagine them existing in any other place. Yeah. And they, and I went there with Matt, my husband, when we first got together, we went over there and we went into the Mad Rock Cafe and I'd never been there before. And my cousins were like, oh, you've got to go, you've got to go. And they were, ab- they, it blew their minds that two English people were in their yeah. cafe. Like bl- no, English people don't go there. Mm-hmm. It absolutely blew them. They were getting the staff, like, come and listen to this. Come and listen to this. It's amazing. And it's, it's Mad Rock um, cafe and crafts and so I think the sort of matriarch of the cafe she knits and makes like mittens and socks so they're on sale in <laughs> there great. as well and they are the best homemade town they are not worried about cholesterol yeah, in that yeah. cafe they will fry it in butter in pork fat in whatever they've got and there's just these juicy bits of dough and you then you just think well that's not bad enough for me I'm gonna pour pure Sugar cake. At that, over point. <laughs> At that point, you might. Once as well. you've fried it and all the butter yeah. and stuff, yeah. and yeah, Into just go penny. for it, right? Bring yeah. on the molasses. Yeah. Yeah. I think all regular listeners to this podcast have just heard what your bread course is and gone, we're in for a good episode. Yeah. Because uh, uh, yeah. That, is a, that, that is a very specific. What mm. I like, I mean, you know. Unsurprisingly, uh, the first mention of Towton's. The first mention of Towton's we've well, ever had. I, I hope that would be the case, because I thought, well, I'll bring a little bit of my culture yes. <laughs> yeah. to the podcast. Also, you're getting it from a certain place yeah. as well. This is this is what is this is what I like to see. Yeah. In, in in the dream menus. Is someone thinking outside the box, going to a certain place to get them, knowing exactly what the dish is. And I, I love it when people have something for the bread course that is a proper yeah. dish. Yeah. As well. Well, bread roll because I'm a sucker for if I'm in a restaurant and there's bread rolls on the table I I have to eat them because they're there Mm -hmm. and I feel like I don't know if a past me grew up in the war and and has that whole mentality of you have to eat it all yeah Mm. I have to eat it all otherwise you know there's the whole there's children starving someone stupid thing to say we're gonna do send it to them I don't know but the idea that I will eat the bread and then it will ruin my dinner and Mm. it doesn't matter that I know that yeah the bread's in front of me I'll eat it so I want it to be a dish that I've 
chosen to have rather than just go, oh, no, I've eaten all the bread and now... And it feels like part of the meal. So if you are like a little bit full, it doesn't matter because you've already had a really nice dish. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're not full up on just boring bread rolls. Yeah. You're full up on something yummy. On Towton's. Yeah. And I, I'm a firm believer, like, salt, fat and sugar is what makes everything nice. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to shy away from those things. And anyone who comes on here and says they're having grilled fish and salad are lying to themselves. It's rare, but it does happen. Yeah. There's that Netflix believe... series, that salt, fat, acid, heat. And I was like, where's the sugar episode? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's like, excuse, excuse the fuck? What? Yeah. Like, where is it? Well, I guess fat and acid is in puddings, right? There should be a sugar episode. Yeah, they definitely okay. should. I'm very team sugar. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know you're I'm a medical aversion. I'm still team sugar. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember once getting in a car with you and you had a packet of cherry tomatoes and you described them as diabetic Haribo. Yeah. And I thought, you're just kidding yourself, mate. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I know you have to I was do definitely that. kidding myself. I was probably kidding you as well. Yeah. It's not cool to try out material and other comics in the <laughs> I don't remember man. saying that, and I never used it on stage. Thanks, Angela. Yeah, yeah he's writing yeah, a new great. show now. <laughs> That's straight in. They're going to walk yeah. on stage eating a punnet of cherry uh, tomatoes. So that's new bit. He walks on stage eating cherry tomatoes. Kids and yeah. grown-ups love it, so. No, I'm not. I don't cherry, play, cherry tomato. I don't play for Team Sugar, but I'm an avid supporter from the sidelines. So you're watching. You're not offended by Team Sugar. Because I don't. No. I just People who say, I don't have a sweet tooth, or I don't like sweet things, are the same people who say they like jazz. They don't. <laughs> They've just learned to say that because they think yeah, it makes yeah. them look like a grown-up. Yeah. And it, they've even started to believe they like jazz. They yeah. don't like jazz. No one likes jazz. Of course they don't like jazz. But uh -huh. they've said it so much they believe it. Yeah. And that's like, like oh, I, I only like dark chocolate, 70%. <laughs> no, you don't. No one does. You like I, like all I like all chocolate. Yeah. I, like the, I do like the dark stuff. It's fine if there's nothing else. But if you've got a Mint Aero here yeah. and a 70% Cocoa Fancy thing, Mint Aero all day, mm, every day. I do disagree with that. If that's the... Yeah. Mm. Oh, are you, are you not a mint chocolate fan? Don't mind it, but I would rather eat the 70% chocolate. But you're wrong. That, yeah. But think, that's fine. But you can have the aero and I'll have the 70%. Okay, yeah, and then we can, we can coexist. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's a controversial take for you. I prefer the mint aero balls to the uh, actual mint aero I, I do, chocolate I, I, agree, bar. I agree with that. I can understand that. Is it to do with surface area, co area coverage? There's something I think. about it. I, like... I just think it just tastes different. Uh, it's a bit creamier. There's something creamier about the, the texture of it. Also, I think a mint aero is too fragile to have to snap a block off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. it makes a mess when you snap it. Whereas the, the aero balls... You, you, whack you, you, you whack them in. There's no admin. Yeah, no admin. Yeah, no admin at all. I like a handful of them. Oh yeah. Not one at a time. Those balls. Chocolate mint or chocolate orange? What's your? Uh, I'd go. I'd like both, but yeah. I'd go chocolate mint. See, I I love chocolate mint and chocolate orange. I couldn't. Don't yeah. make me decide. Be like deciding between my twins. We'd better do it. Do it. Yeah. But I love that. I've never seen someone set up a hypothetical situation. <laughs> That they have no, absolutely no plan on answering yeah, themselves. That they couldn't do it. Chocolate mint or chocolate orange? I couldn't decide personally. Yeah, I could never do it. I could never do it. <laughs> I can't believe I've asked you. I'm sorry. Well, here's a question. Yeah. As someone who likes food to look like what it is, mm. what if I gave you what looked like a Terry's chocolate orange, but was actually chocolate mint? How would you feel about that? I'd ask you what I'd done to hurt you. Mm. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so like why, why would you do that to me? <laughs> James, we've known each other a long time. Yeah. Why would you That'd do that? That'd be so weird. That would be, be weird, really right? weird. My husband really takes the mickey out of me for this because he thinks I'm the only person on the planet who thinks this. I love orange and chocolate. I love mint and chocolate. Mm. Banana and chocolate. Oh, yeah. But I can't abide any red fruit with chocolate. <laughs> Like, I know cherry and chocolate's a thing. I know people love yeah. it, but they're wrong. It's disgusting. You hate it. I can't... Red fruit and strawberries and chocolate, raspberries and chocolate, no. Really? Yeah. So you don't like strawberries dipped Absolutely. in chocolate? Absolutely. I love chocolate. They're pretty sexy, though, Angela. I love strawberries. 
I don't know. Strawberries dipped in chocolate, pretty sexy. Pretty sexy. I'm afraid an aero is sexier. I mean, aero. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Melt that down. Amazing. People love but strawberries and chocolate. That's, 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 that's sexorific. I and love also... strawberries and I love chocolate, but together it's just, there's something not, my taste buds don't know what to do. Mm. Am I eating strawberries? Am I eating chocolate? I don't like it. Maybe that's why it's sexy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's what sex is, right? Well, you don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're all like, oh no, what's happening? What is this? Is this me? Is it you? <laughs> My dad doesn't look like what it tastes like. <laughs> Cherry and chocolate is my dad's favourite combo. Oh, so he's going to be upset when he hears this. David, David, you're David, 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 David A. Caston, no. It's his favourite. He loves it. He loves the uh, Gower brownies, Gower cottage. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? They do a cherry version of those. Oh, that's just... he's a happy man. I don't know why. I love the two things separately, but together I can't. And whenever we watch, my husband, I love MasterChef. We watch MasterChef mm-hmm. together. That's real appointment viewing in our house. Whenever they combine cherries with chocolate, I'm like, oh, they fucked it. <laughs> they were doing so well. Absolutely and they fucked, fucked it. it. Oh, I it. wish you were one of the judges. Yeah. <laughs> Just walking around the different benches. You and what, what are you doing? Cherries and chocolate. Fucked it. <laughs> fucked it. Bye. That, I always think, so obviously you judge a cooking yes. show, right? What happens when it's something that you personally don't like? Mm. Because they could Good obviously question. do a beautiful cherry chocolate thing that everyone loves because yeah. most people like it. Yeah. I, it would make me gag to eat it, yeah. but, but I'd have to acknowledge that, you know... Well, there's nothing... I'm say, so I before you answer it, this is the best question anyone's ever asked you on, a, on, on the podcast, okay. on this podcast. Um, people have asked us before about stand-up. I couldn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a very good question. Yeah, it's a good I, question. I'm interested to hear Ed's answer, and that, that I cannot say that... <laughs> Often on this pod. Personally, there's very few things that I don't like. Right. There's nothing that I would eat that would make me gag in the same way as cherries and chocolate would make you gag. Right. But there are sometimes things where I'm like, it's not, I wouldn't choose it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily something I'm wild about. And in that scenario, you do have to sort of divorce yourself from the taste, the personal taste aspect and work out if they've managed to get the taste that they wanted to across onto the plates. It's more about technique. Right, wow. yeah. And you look at the other judges and go, is this a, is this a good one? Basically, you like uh, ask, ask, good one? ask Tom Kerridge if they've done it yeah. properly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sounds like a good yeah. Always ask Tom Kerridge. In fact, just every time anything comes, <laughs> Tom, is this nice? Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I seem to like it too much. I like it if Tom likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever really like it? Then look at Tom and see his face like, and go, oh. We disagree. We do disagree you quite do. a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The thing I can't, I definitely wouldn't be able to do is... I'll look at a plate on MasterChef and go, that looks a bloody mess. And they'll go, beautifully presented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll look at one and go, oh, does that look lovely? And they'll go, what's this mess? And I'm like, what am I not seeing that you're (laughs) seeing? I don't know. If it's just not been dolloped out of a bowl, then it's pretty, right? It's Yeah. Most most of it has been dolloped out of a goddamn bowl these days. Am I right? Yeah. Dream starter. (laughs) 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 Okay. uh, It's been so hard. I did have a bowl of peas and salad cream down as a potential, but I'm not going to go with if that. If you pick that, no, my, yeah, I've I, been sick. Yeah. <laughs> again, I'll, I'll reiterate how there's nothing healthy in my diet whatsoever, uh-huh. but mine is a deep-fried haggis oh, wow. yeah. to start. I, I love haggis so much, mm-hmm. but I like... When you have haggis in a nice restaurant, they give you a piddly little bit of haggis. and, and I like, You know City Restaurant in Edinburgh? Yeah. Not City Cafe, but City Restaurant, the one mm-hmm. that's open late at night with a red front and the same woman has worked. I first went to Edinburgh in 1995 and she was there. Yeah, yeah. And I've, she's still there. She was there this year. And I have a deep fried haggis supper. Haggis and shit. It's, it's disgusting <laughs> and 
beautiful and there's so much haggis in it. Yeah. And I have to stop. I'd have it every day left to my own. I have to stop my, I walk past it, I have to cross the road, walk the other side of the road to stop myself going in and ordering one. <laughs> it's so cheap. And so isn't, love, yummy. Isn't that um, pie maker across the other side of the road? Though? It is, yes. I ended up with a haggis pie instead. <laughs> terrible. Oh, one of my terrible mistakes. Ah, well done, Angela. You've out... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds delicious. I mean, haggis, you know, very underrated outside of Scotland. Everyone, like, you know, turning up their noses when they're... It's when you're a little kid. Yeah. And someone tells you what's in it and you get all silly about it because you're immature. And then yeah. people just, like, carry that through to adulthood, which is ridiculous. Yeah. A grown person saying, oh, I couldn't eat it. He said, yeah. grow up. Yeah. That's what I say to you. You grow eat a sausage. <laughs> if you eat a sausage, you can eat a haggis. Yeah. You know? I don't know why grow up or shut up. Grow really, up. Mate, shut up. <laughs> really, really, like, really it's one angry. or the other. Yeah, yeah grow well, up it or is, shut up, mate. Fine, you can find haggis disgusting or be weird and squeamish about stuff, but just shut up. Yeah, and yeah let me yeah. enjoy my haggis. Yeah, I'm going to eat my haggis. Are you putting any sauce on it? Uh, the, the sauce from the city yeah. restaurant. So it's the salt and sauce that yeah. Edinburgh, I don't like, it's like brown sauce thinned with vinegar. I think, yeah, it's like, yeah, it. vinegary thin brown sauce. Yeah, so good. It's so, I, oh God, I love it so much. I really want one. I could cry. Because you can't get it anywhere, but Every time I go, I gig in Scotland, it's the first thing I want to do when I get there. And I had this awful, I was doing, um, a, I think it was a tour show maybe in Glasgow. And I was so excited. I was like, well, I'm going to do what I've got to do. And then I'm going to buy a haggis supper and I'm going to eat it and it's going to be amazing. And then I think I had to get an early train the next morning. So I did the show. I went to the chippy. I got there just as it was closing. And, and I got it back to the hotel and I was quivering with excitement because I hadn't had one before. I opened it and they give me the wrong, they give me a deep fried pizza. Oh no. And I oh, actually I cried. Oh, yeah, I'm actually, oh, I- I'm very emotionally invested in that story yeah. just now. So I know exactly what that feels like. You can't wait. Oh, I, I was so, on the train up, I'd been excited all through oh. the recording. I couldn't concentrate. I was so excited about my haggis supper. And deep, have you had deep fried pizza? It is horrible. I still tried yeah. to eat a bit because it was there. And I, yeah. What What are you doing to... Yeah. And it's cheap pizza. It's like horrible. It's bad pizza. It's so like it's like a, freezer pizza. It's like, like co-op pizza. Yeah, like the little ones. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and it's just... There's no flavour in it. There's no, no, and it wasn't a haggis. And I actually cried because, and I was leaving early the next morning. I couldn't. That is the saddest. And do you know what? I, I posted about it on Facebook. I was so upset. I posted about it on Facebook. A lovely, do you know Susan Morrison? She's a, a Scottish comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She posted me some haggis because she felt so sad for me. <laughs> a fried haggis. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't deep fried. Slop. Yeah, coming, <laughs> yeah. Dri- cold dripping it, right? out the jiffy bag. <laughs> Thinking of you, Angela. The only. And, uh, is this sadder? No, maybe it is. I was going to do the New Zealand Comedy Festival. Every year, there was this place, Honey Trap it was called, cafe, did the best sandwich I'd ever had in my life, this beef brisket sandwich. Oh. Every year, looking forward to it. One year, the whole flight there, which let's not forget, it's like a day and a half. Yeah. Really excited about it. Got there, straight to the place, where, straight to the little arcade the shop's in, closed. <sighs> Close for good, close for life. They put that on the window. It said close for good, close <laughs> for life. I was absolutely devastated. But you then, tracked down the chef? No, but they put on their website the recipe for the sandwich. So me and my girlfriend at the time tried to make it. We didn't nail it, but it was still... It scratched the itch a bit. It was a, mm. We felt like we'd paid our respects to, to the, the honey trap. Uh, so if City Restaurant ever closed, I'd, I, I, can't, I can't even speak. I'd be so upset. There's yeah. no way that place I'd is I'd be so closing. worried for that lady who's... Work there forever. That's, what would so you do? We've only heard two of your courses so yes, far. Yes, apologies. We, we keep... yeah, sorry, and both um, of them yeah. are in places where you think the people who work there never leave that place. <laughs> yes. 
true. your head. That's what you seem to like. It's true. I do like that. You want that feeling, don't you? You want that feeling. It's like that feeling you get with your teachers that they mm. live at school. Mm. Bump it. If I bumped into the haggis lady and she came to my show, I'd get yeah. out. What you've got haggis to cook? What are you doing? I, would here? you recognise her though? Absolutely. Wouldn't you be like yeah. out of context? You'd be like. I imagine she would be wearing the apron. Yes. She has like a little black yeah, shirt, obviously. a black skirt and a black apron that she wears. And uh-huh. she'd be wearing that, obviously. Yeah. She's and a hairnet. And a hairnet. Hair yeah. 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 I'd spot her in the audience. Yeah. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you're up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mom's frame with new photos, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that <gasps> my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but yes. my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, May I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your dream main course. This was so hard, but I've I've narrowed it. It's got to be something from a German Christmas market. I'm a really, be- I love okay. Germany. I love German history. I love learning about. Oh. I love speaking German. I love everything about Germany, and I love going to Berlin for Christmas. We were there a few weeks before Christmas this year, and nothing. F- it's the most comfort you can get 
from a food food and environment together is eating hot food at a German Christmas market with a glass of glue vine. Mm. And it, uh, my tip, if you're going to a German Christmas, don't, because they get a bit fancy, mm. some of them. Don't get, if they accept card payments, don't eat there. <laughs> Only eat at the ones where it says nur bar. It'll say nur bar or nur bar geld. So that means just cash, cash only. Yeah. Go there because they'll be more traditional. Uh-huh. And usually served by a man with an amazing moustache, usually. Yeah. And they've such brilliant names, like Kartoffel Puffer. Or that's like um, these potato pancakes. Oh. Um, or uh, Käsespätzle, which is like a cheese macaroni type dish. That's their oh, sort nice. of version of macaroni cheese, but a bit different. But my favourite oh, thing yeah. is um, it's a liver dish, like calves liver. Ooh. But sort of, it's obviously been cooking for about 47 years This in this vat. And it's so tender and so soft. And it's with apples and onions. It's, I think it's mostly in Berlin Christmas. It's a real Berlin speciality. So Berliner Leber, it's called. And you have that with what they call Grünkohl, which is this cabbage, which has, again, been cooking forever. And it's got onions and herbs and stuff in it. But it's just, together, it's just this bowl of liver and cabbage. But mm. in the right environment, it's the best taste. And it's so warming and Christmassy and your cheeks are cold and your hands are cold, but your insides are hot and ah, it's the best. Yeah, that sounds... I mean, you've, I mean, you've sold it wonderfully. Yes. For when you really narrow down what it is, you did say it's a bowl of liver and cabbage. It is a bowl of liver and cabbage. It's a bowl of liver and cabbage. But you've brought us there, though. Maybe the first time someone's main course has been liver? Possibly. I um, love liver. When I was a kid, my nan used to cook liver when I was a kid, but she'd cook it. It was like boot leather. It was just, uh-huh. So I thought I hated liver and it was dry. And so I just assumed I hated liver. But mm. then when you have liver that's been slow cooked and it's that lovely soft sort of and with, with a nice sauce with onions and... Oh, Carbs liver is beautiful. So I nice. I love calves liver. Obviously, the listeners won't be surprised to hear that. Yeah. That he loves liver, specifically from... A calf. Well, calves, it's different. It's a different texture. Sure. <laughs> Lamb's liver is the one that everyone used to have and hate because it yeah. just it overcooks and goes all rubbery. Yeah. Calves liver, if you cook it right, it's soft, delicious. Calves mm. liver, bacon, uh-huh. mashed potato, onion gravy. Hello. It's lovely. Again, Chicken I, do think, great. I do think I was alive in the war. Yeah. I think I must have been. Like, I love offal. I love haggis. I love liver. I'm not squeamish about eating offal at all. Yeah, haggis. We've gone from haggis to liver. Haggis to liver. Pete, some people are going to be listening to this menu going, this is awful. I know people will hate it. Haggis, liver. What's your side dish? A witchetty grub. <laughs> I mean, you could have did a shout out to the salad cream and peas. That's what it's, 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 not, it's not made it on there, but you know. Is this the most sophisticated menu you've ever had, is it? <laughs> it kind of simultaneously is, and isn't it? Yeah. Actually, I think it's, it's both. What is it about? Because German Christmas markets mm. do feel like if something's yeah, like they, they do feel so authentically Christmassy. What is it about Germany where they manage to nail that? I'm not sure what it is. I think it's a it's a sort of lots of places in Europe nail it. Like Switzerland nails it as yeah. well. I remember going to doing gigs just before Christmas in um, Switzerland with Sean McLaughlin, and we got the most lost I've ever been in a Zurich Christmas market. To the point we thought we we live here now and I think that'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Like I I could live here now. It'd be all right. I, I went to an Estonian Christmas market once. Ooh. And I loved it. And it was amazing. But I, I, I don't know why it's like that part of the world. Or, I, think or it's being somewhere, yeah. I think we can't do them as well here because it's so rare that we get a crisp, cold day. Mm-hmm. It's usually December yeah. is grey and drizzly. That's not Christmassy. Yeah. Whereas Berlin is cold at Christmas and it's that sort of cold but sunny and your cheeks hurt, but mm-hmm. it's nice. And you need that sort of weather, I think. 
and they just do it better. They, the food's amazing. We had, mm. we were there the same December. We had fondue. We had, we ate at the Christmas market. We didn't go to any restaurants. We <laughs> ate at the Christmas market every night because I just love the food from yeah, there. Yeah. And it, it's my happy place. I, we were supposed to go the year before and I got COVID so we couldn't go. <laughs> and so I'd been, I was really champing at the bit to get back to, and I love Germany anyway and I love Berlin particularly. And I go, because I'm a Cold War nerd, so I go, you know, spend the day Look, go to the Stasi buildings or looking at bunkers or whatever, mm. and then in the evening go to the. And I, I've been on my own. Like I used to go to my on my own to Berlin, and it's nice. I do all the geeky history stuff during the day. If you're on your own, there's no one going. Oh, bored. Yeah, yeah. Can, yeah. can we get some food? There's no one doing that. And then, as a sort of woman traveling on my own, Christmas market is a nice place to go and eat, have a drink without having to sit in a bar on my own mm-hmm. and just wander around. The most of the moments are sort of eleven or midnight, and then go back to the hotel. It's just a lovely way to. Yeah. And is the liver, this mm. dish, is mm. it quite popular at the Christmas market or is it something that you specifically like? It's it's quite popular at the Berlin ones, particularly right. this liver dish, yeah. What were you imagining? I've got an idea. <laughs> Have you got any liver? <laughs> Imagine if I, I don't like yeah. any of this stuff yeah. you've got on offer. I meant, is it like, yeah. not spe- do what, specifically it was the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this something that you asked them to make? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if I just went, I love what you're doing here. But I've got some calves liver in my bag. Yeah. I just wondered if you could just knock me up something. You never know. I don't know how accommodating this Christmas. It's Christmas. They make wishes come true. If I told them it was what I'd ask Santa for, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got their own dream restaurant. Yeah. So is there a long queue when you have to go for this? Yeah, often thing? there is. Yeah, sometimes you have to That's wait a bit. That's what you're trying to ask. Yep. 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 Got it now. Sometimes I have to queue. I love my um because I say I went with my husband who doesn't speak any German at all. Yeah. And and I'm sort of quite proud. I've got to a point in my German proficiency now where in Berlin, if I talk to someone in German, they don't talk back to me in English. Great. It's really Great. nice to get to that level. It takes yeah. a while. But I think I've got there now. Whereas my husband doesn't speak any German. So well, but he likes to try, you know. So I'll tell him what to ask for uh-huh. and he'll go up and order it. But then if they say anything back to him, he's screwed. He can't yeah. deal with that at all, you know. So I have to always go with him and order. Do you and, slag him off and stuff in German? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this prick hasn't even bothered to learn another language. So typically English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm embarrassed to be honest to be with him. That's what I say. Does he like the liver? He likes the liver. Yeah, yeah. He's another awful fan. <laughs> that sounds romantic, doesn't it? Yeah, we eat a lot of awful together. Yeah, that's <laughs> how we met. Well, good. Otherwise, you'd have to tell him to what eat up and shut up or whatever it is. What's it called? Grow up or shut up. Grow up or shut up. <laughs> grow up or shut up. <laughs> yeah, we do. Be with somebody. You have to tell him grow up or shut up. We had awful at our wedding. Was there a steak? So we had pie. And, we had pie minister pie and mash. At Great. Our wedding. Um, oh, like so in, you really are taking a risk when you cross the road to get away from that city restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your dream side dish. Okay, I'm going back to my Newfoundland roots again mm-hmm. here a bit. Uh, I'm sure you've had this before on the podcast, but I'm going to say poutine on the side, but from a specific place. Yeah. Okay? Great. Because there's a lot of posh poutine about. And I'm not, you know, fine, have posh poutine, mm-hmm. whatever. But proper street poutine. Just peas from... and salad cream. Just peas and salad cream and cheese curds to yeah. make a bit, yeah. There's, um, a, a, in Newfoundland, in St. John's, the capital, there's um, an area called George Street, which is the sort of party area, if you like. Mm-hmm. There's not. It's a tiny place, so it's tiny. But it's all it's very Irish, Newfoundland. Like my granddad, everyone thought was Irish. They have Irish accents with a sort of tinge of Canadian um, it's a mad accent. It's a mad oh, accent. Yeah. I can't even. I mean, I've grown up around that. I can't do it. But I, watch Come From Away. Yeah, I went and see and, Come From Away, and I was like, the hell? 
yeah. these people are making this up, surely. Well, it's so it's funny because I went to see Come From Away and it's lovely. It's just like listening to my family yeah. speak. And but I went with a friend who's English. Came away and went, those accents are terrible. They thought, I was like, no, they were spot on. People assume yeah. it's a bad Canadian accent yeah, yeah, yeah. they're doing, but it's not. It's like, oh no, that is that is how they talk. Google Newfoundland accents and. Uh, that's crazy. It's beautiful. Is uh, Mayor of East Town, is that anything to do with that area? Or is that... Because Kate Winslet was doing an accident in That's that. in America, it, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Newfoundland, there was a lot of settlers from Ireland yeah. and Wales settled mm-hmm. there in the 16th century or whenever. And one of, the, one of the sad things about it is one of the only places, I think, in the world to have a complete genocide because none of the Native Americans left. Like, they all died out. I think the last one was alive in the 1800s because they were all just... It's a fishing community. Like, it's all cod mm-hmm. fishing. And they, obviously the Europeans came, took over the fishing ports around the edge, pushed all the natives inland, and there was nothing to eat. And they all died out. Lovely. Tell us about the protein. That's my family. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest, Andrew, it's the first time we've talked about liver as a dish. Uh, First time we've heard about salad peas and uh, and salad cream. And it's the first time the phrase complete genocide has been used. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say. Also, you, you teed up the story with... This is a bit sad. And I, and I, it is a bit I, sad, I, I yeah. nearly jumped in with, well, probably don't tell that on the comedy podcast then. And then but before I could, the, the phrase complete genocide had already, had already been done. Yeah. So, so poutine. Yes. Um, the, there's a, a little truck on George Street. When you come out of the pub, instead of getting a kebab or whatever, you go to the yeah. poutine truck and it's called Ziggy Peel Goods. I mean, um, it's I mean it's got, it truck. can be more up James's street right it's now. Great, yeah. isn't it? I looked at Ed and he's not even looking at me because yeah. he's like, don't don't look at him now because it's he, he knows I'm gonna love Ziggy Peelgood. <laughs> <laughs> Ziggy Peelgood. Ziggy Peelgood, Ed. Oh no, I'm 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 a big fan of Ziggy Peelgoods, but I just know it's so up James's street. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be hearing that name a lot in the rest of the episode. I will, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Ziggy Peelgoods. Every other uh, food you mention. It'll be like, does Ziggy Pilgrim do any of that? And <laughs> will. Yeah. <laughs> just really yeah. Now what am I going to say? He'll yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. He'll do it anyway. Yeah, I'll still, still do that. Yeah. It's been oh. funny enough. Um, yes, go on. So, so Tell us more about Pil- Ziggy Pilgrim, please. <laughs> you, you've had a few beers. You've yeah. had a few beers. You go to Ziggy Pilgrim and you queue up. There's always a queue. And you get there and you can have the classic poutine, your yeah. chips, cheese curds and gravy or you can have their deluxe poutine which is the one i like which has dressing on it and dressing Mm -hmm. is the only way i could describe it it's like paxo stuffing before you cook it it's sort of like flavored dust basically it's breadcrumbs with sage and onion and Mm -hmm. stuffing but they don't make it into stuffing they just sprinkle it on all dressed chips all dressed chips all dressed chips man never heard about this is that montreal oh my goodness Like, but the best crisp flavour ever. Ah, okay. I've not had that. That is my one task if I go to Montreal, is to bring those back for my wife. The dressing flavour. Huge. Like, yeah, all dressed chips. It's like the sort of spicy, sweet, Mm. salty, like every flavour in there. Yeah. It's amazing. On poutine as well, I can imagine that's insane. On poutine, it's so good. It's really nice. Like, dressing on a hot turkey sandwich as well. It was between poutine, you can't really have a hot turkey sandwich as a side dish. But oh. a hot turkey sandwich is just, it's white bread, yeah. just like your mother's pride white bread with, with turkey in, and then gravy poured over it. Mm. And then you have vegetables and uh, dressing on the side. Mm. Oh, that's one of the first things we have when we get to Newfoundland. My husband loves hot turkey sandwich. Does Ziggy Peel Good sell those? They don't sell them. Oh. It's just poutine. Poutine all the way. Because you can't so, peel a turkey. No, you can't peel, yeah. famously. But you can peel you can't the poutine. Peel it, you can't peel it good anyway. <laughs> you can't peel it very good. But you can peel the poutine. You can peel the poutine. Yeah. Oh, man. So Ziggy Peel Good does the 
the standard one and the deluxe one. You want the deluxe one? I want the deluxe one the so dressing. it's got the dressing. Yeah. He does various different toppings. He does one with like bacon bits or yeah. he does like a Mexican poutine. Forget it. I want no. traditional, but I want it with dressing. Is Ziggy a guy that works there? Yeah, I like don't it. know if Ziggy is an actual person. Like it's... um. I think I've seen different people in there serving. Right. The but do they claim to be Ziggy Peelgood when they're serving? They... I mean, obviously everyone's hey Ziggy when you yeah. get there. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so they all go along it, with I that. think for the duration that you're in the van, you are Ziggy You are Peelgood. Ziggy. Ziggy's, Ziggy's a feeling more than I a person. So. Yeah. It's like the, doc- yeah. doc- the doctor. Yeah. yeah. It regenerates and it's like a different person is Ziggy exactly. Peelgood. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the van is the TARDIS. And everyone's excited about who's going to be Ziggy Peelgood next. <laughs> Everyone gets angry if it's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> can't have a Lady Ziggy. Yeah, yeah. What? On. The hell's the Lady Ziggy Peelgood? <laughs> <laughs> Ziggy Peelgood is a man and always has been. Well, I, I think the Ziggy Peelgood's poutine with the uh, dressing sounds great. I think it's a very I, nice. I very nearly, I have to tell you, I very nearly went for something a bit out there. I very nearly had as my as my side dish a uh, McDonald's hot apple pie. Ah, and th- the only reason is I don't particular. I'm not particular. F- I-, I don't mind them. They're yeah, fine, yeah. you know. But I used to get them all the time when I was on tour with my support act was always the lovely Phil Jarrett, who's yep. sadly no longer with us. But Phil was a real enabler when it came to late night McDonald's, and he still is because when I come home from a gig late at night now and I sit, I get that oh, I think I'm gonna have a McDonald's, and usually I can talk myself out of it, but then I'm like. But it's what Phil would do. <laughs> yeah. So even beyond the grave, Phil Gerrard is yeah. making me eat McDonald's late <laughs> at night. But it used to upset him so much that I'd have a, an apple pie. Like, Phil Gerrard, if you've never seen him do stand-up, king of the rant. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. good at ranting. Yeah, yeah. And I would get one just because I know it would make a rant happen. Because yeah. I don't know why, but he was so angry that they existed. Really? Yeah, and I, I really so don't know funny. why. Like, we'd go to a drive-in, if he was driving, and, and he would be ordering, and I'd go, oh, can you get me a hot apple pie? He'd go, no. I'd have to lean over and go, apple pie, please, because he refused to order it. Oh and then I'd get headliner. it, he'd go, get out of my car. <laughs> get out of my car. If so now and that. again, you convince yourself to have a McDonald's because it's what Phil would have wanted. Because it's what Phil would have wanted. But you nearly put apple pie onto this menu because it's exactly what Phil wouldn't have wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Because I miss hearing him yeah, rant. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and it just would make, I can hear him, if I'm eating a hot apple pie, I can hear a Phil Gerard rant. In my head, and we I can throw it. an we can throw an apple pie in anyway. I'm sure. Yeah, we can throw an apple pie. And have that with Phil. the poutine, as I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil would hate my McDonald's order. Oh yeah. Oh, we what's yours? Podcast grilled chicken wrap with no a... get out. <laughs> Let's get one. <laughs> with a uh, maybe this will win you over with a bag of carrots. Can the carrot sticks? I can't look at me. I can't. Yeah, are yeah. You, why are you going to McDonald's? Yeah. It, it's it, only when I only go when it's like the only place that's open. Like, really late at night and I need something. Yeah, I you like... know, really late at night and you're like, oh, fuck it, I'll have a bag of carrots. <laughs> I'm off on, on, on the way back from a gig or something. I'm sober as a judge. And I, I, I don't want to feel bad at the end of the day because I'm not hammered, so I'll end up just getting the most healthiest thing that they've got so that I don't feel like <laughs> I, bad. I used to respect you on this podcast <laughs> yeah. because you you know stood up for sugar and yeah. you stood up for dessert. And, yes. you, and the joy of eating. And the joy and, of yeah, eating. Yes. And, and the, you know... You don't have to grow up. You can yeah. enjoy sugar and sweet things forever. But you're going to McDonald's and you're eating carrots. It upsets me they even offer salad because if I want if I want a salad, I go to a place that does good salad. Yeah. You know who would like those carrots? Ziggy Peelgood. <laughs> because they were, they were peeled to perfection. They were peeled good. <laughs> peeled good. Your dream drink. My dream drink, until very recently, would have had to be 
a beer of some description. I, mm-hmm. I, lo- I did. Uh, John Robbins once described. It's a thing that I just I love this badge of so much. He called me one of. Uh, what was it? One of our generation's great pints folk, <laughs> which, which I really like that because I was an, always a, an ale girl. We had yeah. um, again at our wedding, we had beer on the tables instead of wine because every wedding I've ever been to, they supply wine, yeah. and I've had to buy a beer because <laughs> yeah. I don't want the wine. So I thought, well, at my wedding, they can buy the wine yeah. and drink my beer. So that's <laughs> what we did, and so we had beer and cider on the tables. But unfortunately, I've recently become somehow intolerant oh no it's awful it happened really quickly and now two beers and the next day's right off which is very upsetting um but i got given some good advice which is don't worry this is just temporary while i'm a woman of a certain age and i've got to get through the next few years but your friend is tequila is what i was told and 100 if you drink 100 agave tequila no hangovers so a margarita yes Uh, and and specifically, so when this came about, I got really upset because I uh-huh. love my beers. And so my husband, bless him, took it upon himself to really experiment with margaritas. He's uh-huh. he's had some disasters. We don't talk about the horseradish margarita anymore. Oh, my God. Wow, was, that's ambitious. It was disgusting. It was, <laughs> you know that feeling like if you have too much horseradish or too much wasabi and it, it, you sort of feel your sinuses. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It was like that, but yeah, it was... And then it's a horrible bit. It was a. Had he mistake. heard about that anywhere, or did he just think, "I'm going to try a horseradish"? I think he read about it. I think, yeah. and he ordered like it was all very. Oh, I've got to buy this horseradish powder. I'm buying online, mm. and I was like, "This uh, powder, rather." Mm. I don't know. This all sounded. I just sort of left him to it, and it was yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, but he makes very nice ginger margarita, but his best mm-hmm. is his chili margarita. Nice, um, amazing. So, and and obviously with a salt rim. Yes. Um, because we're not worried about cholesterol or heart problems in yeah. this. So yeah, I would like like a jug of my husband's chili margarita. Very it's nice. Great. Is this I on, love it. Is there much ice in it? Is there like a is it a frozeny kind of does he? No, fr- he ice? has done frozen ones which are nice, but this is no, this is just straight up no ice. No, yeah. I don't like ice in my drinks. Uh-huh. I don't. I drink. I'll drink Coke like warm rather than put, you know. I'd rather have it room temperature. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Than put ice in it. It waters it down and also it makes my teeth hurt. So yeah. Both good reasons. Both good reasons. I like a frozen margarita, though. I don't mind it. It's, well, it's yeah. a like, grown-up slush puppy, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. Slush puppy. Frozen. I like that. I like that sort of ice where it's like part of the ice is part of the drink, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it's cubes and stuff. Yeah, you get a cocktail with like bits of ice floating around in it. Livid. Absolutely livid. And also, when you if you order a drink in a pub or something and it's hard, that's just their way of, you know, giving yeah. you less drinks. Mm. So I always ask for no ice. All those cocktails with big cubes in them. Oh, like, my, Matt has those. My husband has those in because he likes whiskey. Yeah. And he'll sometimes put one ice cube yeah. in a whiskey, but he has these big square ice cubes as well that mm-hmm. he sometimes will put that in. Cause then it Take up the whole glass. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's still pretty cool. You know who I think looks like they stink? Ziggy Peelgood. <laughs> I, I would never say that about Ziggy Peelgood. I hope not. <laughs> I'm sorry, Angela. That, 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 that Ed said that I'm about never, I'm never taking Ed Gamble to Ziggy Peelgood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the slush puppy puppy. <laughs> no way, man! What are you talking? It's it disgusting. <laughs> that slush puppy puppy looks rank. No way. Half of what puts me—I I, I bet it just smells like a, like a, that wet dog smell. That slush puppy. That's what I think. Of. Were you imagining him 
covered in his own slush, right? Yeah. Well, well so he's going to be he wet. Is. If you're making slush puppies all day, you're going to get wet. And yeah. if you're a dog and you're wet, you're going to smell. Yeah. It doesn't I make think sense. It's a, I think it looks disgusting, that slush puppy, and they should get it off of the branding. <laughs> because, like, it puts me off nine times out of ten. I'm not getting a slush puppy, that little rank thing. Looking but it's, at it's called a slush, call puppy. It a slush puppy. Yeah, it's called a slush puppy. So call it something, yeah, call it a slush puppy still, and have, or whatever. But, like, uh, don't have that puppy on there with his little, like, woolen hat he's wearing. I think that makes it worse. Little it's beanie cold. that he's wearing. working in slush all day. Slush puppy machines are so old now. Like, yeah. they're such an old 80s thing. They're often quite faded, the slush puppy yeah. machines. Yeah. often a bit... They look a bit sad. So they look makes a bit look peeled rank, yeah. and sad. I get that. That yeah. makes it look like he stinks even more. <laughs> this is the most I've thought about slush puppies ever, I think. I think it would be a sad day when you walk into Kettering Leisure Centre and there's not a slush puppy machine there. I think you'd be sad on that day. That would be sad. But, like, I, I, I wouldn't mind if I walked in there and there's a slush puppy machine, but the actual stinky slush puppy's not on there. I'd be happy just to not see it. How would you know it's a slush puppy machine? Hopefully it would say the word slush puppy on it. But, then it, but it could be made by anyone. But then it that would make be. you think of the slush puppy, right? Well, yeah, then it's in your mind anyway. Might as well Definitely. be there. I guess they need a new mascot who looks a bit cleaner uh, and looks a bit less rank than that little... Another s- animal? Maybe another... Maybe, maybe. Slush you... pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> the most disgusting thing. <laughs> even if I'd thought that, even I wouldn't have said it. Yeah, but... <laughs> But and I am a smutty he knew, he, lady. He knew you'd like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big laugh from Angela. He knows his audience. He knew yeah. you'd absolutely love Slush Pussy. There's not, there's not many people he'd say that in front of. No, that's true. Launched right into that's it. That's true. I didn't say that in front of Sir Lenny Henry. Yeah, yeah. That would have played to silence. And we, would have all, we would have all felt sad after the episode. <laughs> Oh dear. I think you'd love a Slush Pussy in a Premier Inn. Nothing slush like Pussy it. in a Premier Inn. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Right? I don't know. Oh, it's a good James Bond film. I've never seen a James Bond film. I don't film. know. Octopussy is a James Bond film. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, slush pussy. I don't know. I'm trying to join in, but I'm just trying to make it less, less I'm graphic. To think of a, how about an animal? I'm I was going to try and bring this up. back. How about an animal that should be wet? Like a slush duck? Yeah, but if you say an animal that should be wet, it's going to say slush pussy. <laughs> slush ducky would work. Slush ducky? Oh, slush ducky. I would handle slush ducky. Yeah. And, and, and the, the ducky can be called Siggy Pilgrim if you, if you want. I think that's even cooler. But like, you can't yeah. peel a duck. You can't peel a duck. You can, but only once. They'll put you in prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think slush ducky, I would absolutely be fine with. Slush ducky. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, that's way less rank than the puppy. Or like an Arctic animal, I guess, like a polar bear. Yeah, but then I don't... Slush berry, I don't know. I no, think slush ducky yeah. is fun. Yeah. I think slush ducky sounds more fun than slush puppy as well. Mm. If we can start like a high-end slush... Business, like yeah, slush duckies. Let's do it. A fancy slush, slush business, business yeah. and take and take out slush puppy once and for all. It's got to have like it's good profit margins. It's just ice, with yeah, a bit ice, of flavor, and, right? ice and like syrup, basically, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. All you'd really have to do to wipe them off the face of the earth is just up your ratio of syrup, mm. because obviously everyone's main uh, complaint about slush puppies is you know two slurps and all the flavors gone and it's just ice. So all you got to do is shift the balance. Yeah, you're so right. You're gonna destroy them. Can I say one more thing as well? Yes. Make your raspberry red, please. Make your raspberry red. Make your yeah. raspberry red. But you don't no. like red fruits. I like red fruits. I just don't like just them with, with chocolate. chocolate. Apologies. I only so half fine. As long as you don't mix it with chocolate. But I don't want my raspberry blue. Why is raspberry blue? I thought yeah. I got you there. Yeah, he's like the worst lawyer. <laughs> the worst lawyer in the world. Your Honour, may I refer back to someone saying they did not like red fruit? What, with chocolate? Oh, shit. Can't <laughs> <laughs> put chocolate in a slush puppy. Okay. <laughs> Sitting down. Oh, yeah. Well, fair enough. Oh, here's a question then. Mm. If raspberries were blue yeah. in real life, yeah. would you have them with chocolate? Ooh. 
now that's is there any blue fruity or well, blueberries would I have blueberries with chocolate no 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 I think I'm I, chocolate. orange chocolate I think citrus and chocolate is fine maybe that's the thing yeah maybe mm. it needs to be citrus but if I with banana and chocolate yeah but yeah I can't berries but is it, maybe it's berries that are the problem is it that you like when it's mint and orange there's often not the actual fruit in it it's essence it's the essence of maybe when it's red fruit it tends to be bits of actual fruit that could be the problem although I think I'd like would I like, like if you had orange segments and covered them in chocolate you they might are good be on they are good though the orange I think segments. I would eat that I think yeah. I would eat that but not oh yeah yeah not maybe it's berries I keep saying red fruit maybe it's yeah it's the berries man. a berry that's the problem I, I like it when we help guests out yeah, yeah I feel like I've learned something about myself <laughs> yeah. here We arrive at your dream dessert. I'm glad that we just had uh, some talks there about uh, sweet mm. things. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, I know I know that we're... I, I, don't have to worry, I don't have to worry about this. You're on safe ground. We're on safe ground. Okay, I know yeah. that Angela's on the right team here. Yeah. I, I, dessert, I love a dessert and I will always ask for the dessert menu. I have to be really full to not have a dessert. I'll always find room for it. Because I don't feel like my meal's finished till I've had something mm. sweet. It's just not, I, I, mm. if I've not had a dessert, yeah. I walk away as something's not right. It's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I need mm-hmm. something sweet. Yeah. So, um, but I, what I, have, I really love school dinner puddings. Okay. So it has to be a school, and I want it served in a school dinner, one of those plastic sort of greeny coloured plate bowls. Yeah. What do you call that? Ploles. I want it in one of them. Yeah, ploles. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a plole. Yeah. You know, the plastic plole. There's just got the mark of a million knife scrapes on it uh-huh. from the, the, you know, it's been in that school since the 60s, whatever. Yeah. I want it served by a round woman who uh, hates always, Jamie Oliver. She's always been there. She's always been there, yeah. just like the others. And she's not okay with healthy eating in schools. Uh-huh. She's one of the people who was pushing burgers through the school railings. When yeah, perfect. Jay, one of them. I want it served by her. And I want, uh, uh, trying to decide, my first choice I was going to go with Gypsy Tart, which you may or may not know what that is. It's a very Kent thing. Yeah, Josie Long Gypsy had it. Tart. Yeah, oh, dream dessert. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that, that has been in the restaurant. Yeah. So I thought I might introduce it. But if it's already been introduced, then it is the sweetest substance known uh-huh. To man, yeah. it's like it's brown sugar boiled up with condensed or evaporated milk with sugar on top. Yeah, very sweet. But, but condensed or evaporated milk, you can use either. Both <laughs> work. Good. Yeah, good to know. You can use either. Well, they don't always good to know that they can. They can be traded in. Well, have you made no. that mistake in a? No, Ed. Oh, what did you try and make? Ed it? has these stands by. I did like, a cook like along with James the, and oh, his mum. Oh yeah, and she was making some bullshit ice cream. Oh, what the? <laughs> <laughs> great and she said, "You need condensed." Oh, I can't remember which one she she wanted. Condensed milk. Condensed, condensed milk. milk. And I looked up condensed milk on my internet shopping service mm-hmm. during lockdown. That's the only way I was going to get it, really, mm-hmm. safely. And it came up with evaporated milk. Right. So I thought, must be the same. <laughs> Got it. This ice cream was absolute <laughs> crap. Like I've mom, never, I actually think I did. told him. My mum told him don't use that. Yeah. She told him, yeah, so don't use it. No, it's all it's I not, had. What else was I going to do? Is it Diane, your mum? Yeah, oh, Diane, yeah, I yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But he ignores it, and then he. Well, he, he what still else was I going to do? Like, <laughs> I was like, all right, Diane, fine. Can but, you condense milk? Like, is there a way you can make your own condensed milk? I don't know. I'm not a good. Cook, good question. Well, I had evaporated milk, and I made it, and I think it was a scientific discovery because it never defrosted. <laughs> still in this house now. It's perpetually frozen. It was amazing. Yeah. Is it still there? No, no, I threw it in the bin. It was horrible. Oh, bad recipe. <laughs> But good, interesting to know that Gypsy Tart, you can use either, so they must be Apparently, similar. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. if we'd done that as a cook-along, you'd have been okay, but yeah. we weren't. We were doing peanut butter slice cream, and you fucked it, mate. Yeah. Have you seen Gypsy? It's the most beige food ever. Mm. It's just beige on beige. Uh-huh. A bit of beige. 
but super sweet. But I'm, yeah. not, I'm not going for that. You're not going for that. I'm not going for that. I'm going for, there was a dessert we had at our school that was, it was chocolate, like hot chocolate sponge. Mm-hmm. And I've never had a chocolate sponge as good as the one they had at school. It was a big square slab of it. And they made this, it was the consistency of custard, but it was mint flavour and it was green. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was just the days when that was on, the, like you walk into the school hall, they've got the chocolate sponge and mint sort of, they were the best days at school. Yeah. And I, because I had um, I, specifically as well, while I'm eating, my, I've thought a bit about the guests I want with me. Oh, yeah. While I'm eating. And there's two I want. One you don't even is. You have to say. Ziggy um, Peel Good. <laughs> and a slush puppy, puppy. And a slush duck. Um, <laughs> I, I want, you know, the, the stand up comedian Michael Fabry, right? Mm. He's one of my best friends. He's a brilliant comedian. But going for dinner with Michael, I, it, I feel like. There should be an Attenborough documentary about it. It should have an Attenborough. And what I might say might sound like I'm saying he's disgusting. It's not in any way. I just find it Mm. fascinating. Because you'll be chatting away, waiting for the meal to arrive. The meal will arrive in front of Michael. And he is head down in that meal. Like, conversation just stops. Mid-sentence stops. And he he doesn't breathe. Like, he doesn't stop, doesn't breathe until the plate is empty. And then he looks up and carries on wearing. (laughs) And I will have had a bite during that time. I've never known anyone eat so quick. It's like he can't possibly taste it. Yeah. But he, I find it so fascinating. And I, and I say to him, like, did you taste any of that? Yeah. Like, did any of... Does he not feel ill? Like, oh, have I done it again? No, have I done it again? Have I done it again? Well, blacked out there for a second. <laughs> Where's my food? Why have they brought my food yet? It's like Moon Knight. But he does eat every meal like it might be his last. He's yeah. one of, you know, but I just love how it's. So I want him as as one of my companions just because it always yeah. makes me laugh and yeah. I love watching it. it but I want disgusting. David Attenborough yeah. commentating Obviously, Yeah, that should it. be there. And the other, when I when my dessert comes, I want you to bring in a dinner lady from my school Yeah. who one day, uh, so you got to choose your dessert. There's usually two or three desserts to choose from and you picked it up and put it on your tray and sat down. Yeah. And there's one day when there was a jam tart, right? I love jam tart, like pastry with a little dollop of cream in the middle, jam, lovely. And I sat down and when I started eating it, it wasn't jam, it was rhubarb. And I didn't like rhubarb. Uh-huh. And I was expecting, is that, I was expecting yeah. one thing, got another, right? yeah. very upsetting. Yeah. She has to you. And it really <laughs> upset me. And she stood over me until I'd eaten every bit of that. She wouldn't let me go. Oh, I was crying. I was gagging. And oh she and God. I was like spitting it out. She put it back in. My it was like, it was horrible. I've never forgotten this. Baby. It's horrible. So I want to eat my dessert while Mrs. Hodder sits next to me eating something she hates. And I want to drink <laughs> yeah, yeah. every single mouthful. And yeah. she's not going home until she's done it. Absolutely. I mean, at the start of that, I thought, oh, a lovely dinner lady who uh, Angela used to like. Yeah. And then by the end, I'm like, oh. Angela's naming a dinner lady that really inspired her. So it's like, nope. it's the Trunchbull. Nope. Yeah. It, it's, I've just never forgiven her for that. Because yeah, yeah. I always ate all my food, always ate all my dinner. I was yeah. never a fussy eater. I used to eat everyone else's cabbage because they didn't like it and I did. I was never that, you know, it wasn't like, oh, she never finishes her plate. Yeah. It's this one thing. I picked up the wrong thing. Yeah. She was like, you chose it, you ate it. I remember her saying that. I, I, I can't even imagine being that kind of a person. No. What's she getting out of that? I know. It was like some some kick she's on, some yeah. power trip. Yeah. Like she's I mean, maybe her home life was terrible and that was the only place she felt she had any sort of agency, but Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, her. we'll absolutely make that happen for you. And Thank she'll you. be eating a bowl of peas <laughs> and salad cream. And she can eat that, the whole thing. Yes. And see how and see how she likes that. I hate her. I feel, I mean, maybe she was, you know, she was having a bad day, whatever, but that's mm. stuck with me for oh, I've had 40 bad days. years now. <laughs> I've had bad days. I don't think I've force-fed a child <laughs> as a result. Worth thinking about if you have, though. Yeah, mm. but 
consolation for you, Angela. Yes. I imagine she'll be long dead. I probably is. Yeah. Probably, She's dead in the ground. But you brought her back uh, to life. If her relatives are listening, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I need to bring you back to you now, see how you feel about it. Okay. Sparkling water. Pop it on some bread. Two tons? Towtons. Towtons. Two tons. <laughs> two tons. <laughs> Arizona. Two tons. Two, two tons of bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of bread for one lady. Two tons. Towers from Mad Rock Cafe, Newfoundland. Newfoundland? Newfoundland. Starter. <laughs> I do not know. I've lost all confidence. Newfoundland? <laughs> Deep fried haggis with sauce from City Restaurant in Edinburgh. Main course. Oh, and now I'm fucked. <laughs> Berliner Lieber? Berliner Lieber, yeah. And cabbage from the German Christmas market. Side dish, deluxe poutine from Ziggy Peel Goods. Newfoundland, Newfoundland, again. And (laughs) we're going to chuck in a McDonald's apple pie on the side. Drink husband's chili margarita and dessert, hot chocolate sponge with mint sauce. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's great. How long do you think it would take Fabry to eat that whole menu? About 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> Disgusting man. A lot of good stuff on that menu. I'm very excited to try that liver one day. Oh, it's so good. Also, I'm pretty sure someone else chose that dessert and I uh, can't remember who, but you, you should. Uh, we, we should add them to the, the guest list as well. When you Was it Jade? No, Jade tried to choose a different one and got... Actually, maybe it was Jade mentioned the mint custard. Yeah. So maybe it was Jade and Jade got kicked out. So I think someone's tried to order that dessert, got kicked out. Oh, really? And you have finally got it into the restaurant. Get yeah. in. Angela, thank you so much for coming to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you for Thank having you, me. Angela. Thank you very much to Angela for coming on the podcast. That was a great menu, James, and great chat. Great menu, great chat, some great characters. Lovely, obviously, Ziggy Peelgood. Ziggy Peelgood, the be... slush pussy. You know, there's so many great characters there. I prefer the slush ducky myself. That could be a great animated series. Slush Zig... pussy? No, Ziggy Peelgood and the slush pussy. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. It would be good. Yeah. It would be very, I mean, they sound like, you know, like a time traveling duo. Yeah. Who maybe, uh, maybe, the, I mean, there's got to be a food theme because this is where the chats have come from. So I'd imagine traveling through time to find the very best dishes. Yeah. Um, Ziggy Peelgood, I'm imagining, is sort of... Looks like a musketeer in my head. He looks like David Bowie in my head. Okay, mixture of the two, you blend them, and they're not a million miles apart. David Bowie musketeer, and the slush pussy is half cat, half cup. Yeah, I I imagine the slush pussy like a cartoon cat that is made of just pure water. Pure slush. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Or is he water and he slushes everywhere he goes? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Or is it he now? You said he, didn't you? Only the recording will tell. Well, but we listen back to it. The animal's made of slush. I think genders are relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can go through things. So how it would help Ziggy Peelgood is that the slush pussy could just like move through the bars of a prison and get Ziggy Peelgood out of, out of, out of a jail cell. If yeah, he was in definitely. There, for example. Yeah. Uh, could do, you know, just hop down a drain, get something, hop back out again. Ziggy Peelgood always knows that the slush pussy's got his back. Yes, absolutely. But definitely, I think it's clear that Ziggy Peelgood is in charge. Very much so. The slush pussy is a mere sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Who works for Ziggy Peelgood and would do what, what they're told. Angela did not say Scholar Pro. Huh? 
Yeah. Angela did not say scallop pro. Thank you, Angela, for not saying scallop pro. Uh, you know, there were some points early on where I was like, you know, we're, we're, we're in territory here that most people would say they don't like these things, you know. Yeah. So, uh, she said how much, Angela said how much she loves offal, the stuff that gets thrown away. Offal, you know, haggis, all of maybe that. Maybe are we going to have yeah. a dish that is purely scallop pro, but uh, didn't even... We didn't go anywhere near that. I don't think we even we talked about seafood. No. Very happy about that as well, because uh, Angela's great. She's on tour. Go and see her show, Hot Mess. Check out her website. She also has a podcast yep. called We Are History. Yes. We Are History. So go and check that out. I mean, check out all things Angela Barnes, I guess, is the message of the show. It certainly is. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you again soon. Bye. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or amusing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.